This is Alex Addix from the Practical Defense Podcast. You're listening to the oldest martial arts podcast on the net. I didn't know that the sponsor made support hose. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's... <laughs> It's the live live show. Uh, it's Paul here with another hopefully live um, episode of Karate Cafe, virtually directly in front of me, on six my feet center line. Away, six feet away. Let's say I do that. I go. Oh, six feet. Is my good friend Dan. <laughs> Dan, how are you? I am. I am doing well. Uh, I am working from home uh, three weeks. I am feeling very lucky that uh, I I have the ability to do that. So I'm I, I'm great being able to work from home. <laughs> I, uh, it's a wonderful. I feel thing, huh? bad for those that are struggling. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, I I did um, from from a from a non martial standpoint of working from home. It's like I mean, I've been working from home for quite a while, so it's mm-hmm. not that big mm-hmm. a stretch for me. But you know, I'm talking to people that have you know, like my neighbor. He's an engineer, and now he's working from home on various and sundry things. And you know, it's the same. He's he's talking about you know, like he's scared he's working too much. You know, blah 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 blah. And you know, getting a chance to like step away and work out, I think, is super important. Yeah. And 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 not it, everybody. And it's tough to do. Oh yeah. You know. I, uh, uh, and I know ahead. that for me, um, it's like uh, when. When your 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 home is where you work from, uh, it's also your your work is where your home is at. So <laughs> yeah. it's tough. I know that I've been working straight through lunches lately, uh, just because normally I would come home for lunch. I don't work that far from lunch, so I, I would I would come home for lunch and then you know have my lunch with my wife and then head back to work. And with my setup at home. I get in the flow and kind of already here and my wife will make me a sandwich or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so you're right. You know, it's, I, I think what it is, is that essentially uh, everybody's establishing a new routine and it is really hard when, and it's really hard when you have a particular routine. And, um, you know, that gets disrupted. Uh, and if you don't have a, a routine established, it's really easy, uh, I think, to, to just be very passive about it, especially um, nowadays when people are stressed and pressure and there's bills to pay. You know, just, like there's just a lot of anxiety going around right now. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Feel like, gee, I'm I'm gonna get up and work out. Yeah, but yeah, it's it, you get that. Well, routine. you know, right, that was one of the things I you know recommended my students was like you know hey we could have like little workouts during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, we can all like you know take thirty minutes at lunch. You know, mm-hmm. get away from it. Well, one of the things is like now I don't have my stand up desk because when we made our odyssey to Canada, I sold it, and then uh, I came back. And I don't have it anymore. So so now I'm sitting, and I find myself 
you know, uh, just working. And like, you know, like my wife has to come in and yep. go like lunchtime. <laughs> it's like, oh, That's not bad. you know, <laughs> or I'll look at my watch and I'm like, hey, it's, you know, four o'clock already. Um, right. But, you know, I, I've my students that, uh, you know, I've got some IT guys and, and, and most people, but most of my guys are used to working from home a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. But being able to work from home um, consistently, uh, you know, one of the things that I've been told is like, you know, just you know, close your laptop at five o'clock. You know, or five thirty, or yeah. you know, what, whatever. It's just like you just close it and walk away. Is because you know I read an article that they said one of the dangers of all these people working from home now is they'll work. I mean, I'm the same way. I'm like, I'll get something going, and once the flow starts, and I'm, you know, something's installing correctly or something's getting configured right, and I get that jazz going, yeah. there's not much to stop me, right? Um, and so, so now, especially since I'm sitting, it's much harder for me to go like, you know. I'm done. I'm done for the day. Uh, but I do often tend to work through lunch. And so because I, I tend to work through lunch, I'm mindful of that at, you know, 4, 4.30 to go like, I'm wiping right. this up. Um, but um, to get, uh, like, you know, I was talking to one of my students the other day. And so he said, like, well, you know, yeah, I was classes at 7. And he was working until, like, 6.30, 6.45 because he, you know, he's a single guy. And he didn't have to, like, make a commute or anything. Right. So he, he ended up actually working you know, like an hour and a half on a project that way. And then he's like, oh, but then I just put my gear on and boom, I'm ready to work out. <laughs> so so there's, <laughs> there, there's pluses well, and minuses to this, you know? Yeah. And it's that, I think it's that transition time. I know that for me, um, I, I am not a good self-study. So uh, when I had a, a, a schedule of classes to go to, it was, it was sort of like, Okay, now is the time that I get into the car, and uh, honestly, it's it's it, it's sort of like once you're once you're in the car and on the way to the dojo, the decision has already been made for you. There's no backing out at that point. I mean, obviously you can, but you're you're mentally and emotionally already committed. Uh, if it's sort of like, oh, I'm done with work now, I guess. Um, I guess I'll go put on my gi and work out a little bit, but you know, I'm feeling a little snacky. I think I'll get a snack first, and then I'll work out. And then you go get a snack, and you're then then you have the other excuse of, well, my tummy's kind of full. I'll wait till that settles down, and then. I'll and then you get into a movie uh, while your tummy is settling down, and then you're into your movie, and you go, oh, I'm kind of into this movie. I'll do that. And so yeah. it's, it's it's really good to do what you're doing, um, where you have these online classes and people can join because it's it's at least a schedule for people to be able to adhere to. It. So, hey, okay, this is the time that I do this thing, and you know I either make it or I don't. And yeah, well, I'm having uh, and to, to to speak to that to uh, mm-hmm. you know bring us back to the the, the whole martial art part of it uh is, is yeah i mean i've got people that i can i know haven't been to class in a couple of weeks because there's 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 a mental disconnect yeah. of going to class by being yeah. at home and it's it's all a blur and i'm sure some of them are working i'm sure some of them just don't have yep. the motivation to you know put the put together so that's you know that was one of the things and it's one of the topics that we we're talking about today is um you know like when my senior student said like you know i I, I worked out, you know, uh, the first week or two of the sheltering and stuff. I didn't have class just because, you know, we 
didn't have, we were still out of the house camping and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so, but, but he made a point of, you know, on Tuesday and Thursday at seven o'clock, he right. put his gi on and he worked out. Yep. He just did his kata. He did whatever. And I think that, you know, that's one of the things that martial art is supposed to foster the whole self-discipline thing like that. And, yeah. you know, we, we talked before in, in older episodes about, you know, how like putting the gi on is kind of that mental switch of it's time to work out yeah. now. Um, yeah. And so I think that it's still important to do today is, you know, don't just it is. do your online class and like your shorts and a t-shirt, you know, go ahead <laughs> and, you know, put your stuff Mentally on. Be there. Yeah. yeah, put your stuff on and start working out. Um, yeah, and, you know to 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 try and get that motivation. And you know, for like my students, uh, and I kind of recommend this to like everybody. I mean, I've been really um, uh, a, a lot more uh, adamant about like chatting with the people in my federation and mm-hmm. uh, my students and stuff like that to keep talking about martial arts. You know, and and putting right. on you know podcasts live podcasts for exactly. for, for the for the know people that are are currently streaming it um just because yeah that, that way it, it's, st- it's still in my head you know i'm not just thinking yeah. about you know coronavirus i'm not just thinking about you know distancing and and blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. you know I, mm-hmm. that thing that i used to think about and talk about all the time anyway i'm now still doing <laughs> and i think it's important mm-hmm. to keep yourself yeah. motivated well and and it, it here's the thing too is that um you you need to have that distance you need to have uh you need to walk away from it and i know that uh you know i've been i've been telling people reduce your meat consumption uh and you know you don't have to eliminate it but to reduce it and get a focus on something else and and this ability uh you know i'm a i'm a on again off again meditating and it, 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 all it really does is it, it, meditation, it provides a, a, a gap between sort of your brain and the rest of the world. And I think this is exactly what practicing martial arts is, is that it, it's that it offers a, an air gap to say, okay, I, I know these are all things that I'm worried about and concerned about, but for the next hour, I'm going to set those things aside. Because ultimately, and, and, and the reality is, is that the hour isn't going to change anything. You know, it's not like it's not like you're going to do something else in that hour that's going to that's going to change. So take some time for yourself. Be okay with taking some time for yourself. Say, I'm just going to mentally take a break from all. And on top of it, you get some physical exercise, uh, which I know is you know good for your immune system and all that shit. So it's just you you have to take that time to step away. You have to. Just be disciplined to be able to do it. I think it's it helps, you know. Yeah, actually, you know, just getting up, that's when, again, when I used to extol the virtues of the stand-up desk is because I'm already standing, and it was very easy for me to get up and walk away, to get up and, and, and do, um, you know, anything. Like, and I would just do, I would do footwork. I would do whatever, you know, I'd just go over to the corner and do a do a kata. And you know, we've, we've converted one of the, one of our, um, uh, one of the rooms in the guest wing into sort of the virtual, it's like my office and it's the dojo and it's where the wife does yoga and the kid does fencing and all that. And so that's, this is kind of our space of like to be active, except for, you know, me working yeah. uh, and recording the, the internet's oldest martial arts podcast. Um, 
but you know, I mean, it's just it's it's that mental like this is where we work out. This is where we do you know whatever we do, yeah. and uh, and so I think if anyone doesn't have the motivation to work out, they 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 need to actively. It's 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 a switch. It's something you need to actively um, yeah. foment. You know, you, you need to do that. You, you need to go on. And I think every I think people are struggling with it. Uh, you know, one of the things that that I'm finding in, in my federation is. Um, we're all, like I say, we're we're all talking to each other a, a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like the senior instructors are kind of talking to each other a lot more, and some of them even listening to me, strangely enough. Uh, but we're, <laughs> you know, and and we've kind of all shared our classes. And I made a comment the other day. I said, you know, well, we've got pretty much uh, dojo in like every time zone. So mm-hmm. it, you know, in theory, you could kind of drop into a class Anytime. almost every day and almost wow. any time. Uh, and and I was talking uh, with some of the senior guys, and I said like, oh, it'd be kind of cool if we had just like a central, a, a central meeting, right? That just like ran all day. Yeah. And yeah. you know, like someone could pop it up and leave it up, and people could just join and like, hey, I want to do, be on showdown. This or that, or I had a question about something. Or I just had a question about something. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I you know kind of encourage the people on on the especially on the message board, message board, uh, Facebook page. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and and whatnot of, and on the Twitter and whatnot is ask those questions because it keeps me uh, engaged. I know it'll, it it would keep you engaged as well. Uh, and I think it just it's important that we keep talking. I am seeing, I mean, a lot of guys who are uh, posting on some of the the Facebook groups and stuff that are on. People are starting to share uh, training tips and training, you know, things that that they're kind of discovering because they have to do it in their house now. And you know, that's pretty inspirational. Uh, but now it's actually kind of getting to the tipping point where there's almost too much stuff to watch now. <laughs> you know, ah, it's, it's yeah. like, you know, I do, I do have still have to work guys when it, when it was just, you know, a couple guys doing it, but now, you know, everyone's kind of doing it and there's, right. you know, aggregation sites, but uh, you know, I, I think that's kind of a, a super important uh, thing for people to do is just keep that mental attitude uh, going. Somebody that's looks like they're, Viewing only, no audio connected. Uh, huh. Okay. Well, I don't know if they're. How about that? I, I, you, you have to unmute me. Oh, there that's we weird. Why did it mute? That's that's so, so weird. I, I muted myself, but then live internet. Interesting. No, oh, well, there's somebody that? who's uh, may maybe. The, Listening. We're still starting. It says no audio connected viewing only. So he's not actually listening to uh, uh, huh. stream. I'm going to see if I can. Uh, guest 56. You see here. This. Oh, yeah. That might be that might be somebody. You know, when we pop this up, you know, again, we're still kind of learning this whole thing, um, right? And we, uh, uh, I, I'm I'm not really sure when people are, are listening or just. You know, that's the other thing is that I think um, uh, people all over the world are getting far more familiar with uh, remote meeting technology than they ever thought they would. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, that's what me, me, and uh, one of my, one of my colleagues in the federation were talking about. Like, like we can totally see like this, 
kind of still being a thing after, you know, we all get released. Uh, yeah. Is people still being, you know, using this as to do like remote classes and stuff? Oh yeah. And oh, yeah. And, and I was kind of doing remote classes for a while. I've kind of I've been, you know, I was I was recording my classes and putting them up in, on YouTube for my students mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Well, I was doing a, a a really crappy sort of live stream for a while. Um, I mean, I thought it was great. But, I mean, you, I, you showed me some of those, and they're, I mean, it's super high quality, and uh, sometimes like more than one camera handle. And those were yeah, nice. it was it was a little bit it was a little bit easier than I thought. You just it required you to kind of think a little, you know, and like trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on, and then you know, but then the you know video production me is like you know I'm no, right. to light, and I got to have the second thing, I, and then I got to yeah. have a switcher. And then where's uh-huh. my audio going to be relative to like now? I'm using... on equipment. Right. <laughs> you know, like I've got two GoPro. I've got a GoPro and a GoPro knockoff. And I'm like, okay, that could, I could have a main camera here on my, my laptop. Uh-huh. And then I could have a camera over here and like a camera down for footwork. And, you know, I just started right. like, ooh, and I'm going to have wires yeah. all over this place. And, uh, and, but is that what you need? But like, so like now with my setup, is I have my laptop and then I'm using my phone as a second session, right? And so, and then I'm using the Bluetooth uh, earbuds so I can hear and people can oh. hear me a little bit better. So it's not so echoey, but you know, Zoom, uh, if you just have the screen up, it's like whichever one you're you're talking on is the one that pops up. So people aren't using like the gallery view so you can see everything. Right. Uh, when I talk on this camera, but I'm talking to that camera, you know, from, from one camera to the other, then you know, like sometimes I get it gets confusing. So I got to remember which one I'm demonstrating to. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I'll need a you know I need a higher production crew essentially. So, <laughs> well, so be sure to go to the Amazon link and uh, and click on stuff. That was another one of mine. People have been using the Amazon link to buy stuff, and I really right. appreciate that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, not a ton, cool. but I mean, you know, at, at the time when people are isolating themselves. You know, if if you're gonna order something from Amazon, use the link. <laughs> you yeah, know, I mean, not? there are other there are other really worthy causes that that, that also use it. Right. So, you know, if it's something that's far better than than you know supporting our yak fest here, you know, use that. But um, <laughs> where's that? Um, but yeah, but you know, the other thing I wanted to, wanted to touch upon uh, was the the thing that I that talked to you the other day about um, mm-hmm. what what's a street fighter. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the deal was we, um, uh, and, you know, like back in the, you know, eighties and nineties and, and whatnot, when I used to read black belt magazine, it, it seemed yeah, like yeah. every, every issue, if not every other issue was like Bruce Lee versus whatever the craze was. Yeah, right. Well, it was just, you know, right. whatever the craze was, you know, that was the thing. Right. right? So, you know, it was Bruce Lee versus Robocop, Bruce Lee versus Comic-Con, uh-huh. Bruce Lee versus, you know, whatever the, the, the trend was, somebody uh-huh. would always try and compare and contrast of who would be better, you know? Right. And uh, anyway, and so and then that kind of dovetailed, you know, to like, you know, traditional martial arts versus MMA. And then, uh, you know, it, that whole thing went down. Well, so for the first time in like a long time, I'm one of the, uh, karate groups I was on, there was uh, uh, karate versus street fighter, you know, because and 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 it was a kind of interesting because like, you know, it's been kind of quiet for that kind of thing for a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and, uh, you know, 
now that sort of practical karate, and I was in one of the practical karate uh, forums, right. has kind of kind of come about. Is like, well, you know, that I guess maybe is sort of a, uh, you know, since there's not a Brazilian jiu-jitsu anymore or a Krav Maga, there's not a big wave. Now there's like right. a, I guess, an internal wave, right? That that the people, you know, right. like, well, now, it's now that people are doing, growth curve at this point, right? People are going like, well, now that yeah. there's practical karate in the world, you know, as it were, um, would it be as effective against a street fighter? And so, pause, yeah, pause for a drink. And so, I read that, and then my head was, what's a street fighter? Yeah, I, I'm like, you know, like. I think it's kind of a, a, a mount, an outmoded sort of world of, you know, like these these street fighters. And I'm like, is are, is this is there like some like culture of like, you know, like tattooed street folks? fighting training camps? Yeah, that are like you know. I mean, yes, I understand that you know there are people who like to fight. You know, there are people who you know right. are, are douchebags and they like to fight, and you know. They you know, and they get into a lot of fights. I'm sure there's there's a psychology of people who end up getting into a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you know, like a street fighter implies that it's someone who regularly engages in fights in the streets, and is you know, so that is is you know, is that a good comparison? Does that really happen? I mean, do, do people? I mean, I, I, and, I, and again, you know, Black Belt yeah. Magazine back in the day, you know, they would always talk about these like you know mysterious like you know prison fighting styles and you know right. uh you know 52, I, 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 what is it 40 43 blocks or something like yeah that? 52 block the um 52 block. the uh the uh yeah i'm from the streets uh <laughs> the uh yeah and like, like there was a a, a a kung fu nominally supposedly a kung fu place that i trained at for a while that was called um oh hey somebody can hear us so, yeah i saw yes. that Oh, awesome. G5 in the house. G5 in the house, um, boy. Um, <laughs> and, 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 uh, but it was a company, and they, they called themselves the Art of the Vagabonds. Their, their, their shtick was that um, it was some, like, Chinese ninjutsu that was traded uh, by hobos, and this guy was it's, trained yeah, by some... Training bum, for bum fights? Yeah, you know, like, but, but before it was, you know, the thing. Uh, and, you know, whether or not it was true, you know, I, I disagree. I, yeah, anyway, but, you know, the, the, this whole thing of, like, you know, we're training against somebody, and this kind of dovetails back around because I was talking to somebody online about this. Not this, but just something in general about uh, uh, tact or ethics in, in martial arts, about, you know, mm-hmm. fighting being martial arts and fighting. And I said, well, you know, that's kind of the the deal when, when people talk about Brazilian jiu-jitsu and they said, you know, you need to have a ground game. And I'm like, okay, well, because 90% of the fights end up on the ground. I'm like, well, I disagree with that. I think they end up on the ground. I don't think they go to the ground. Um, but, you know, we were talking about it. I said, well, what happens if you're in a fight with a guy who knows grappling? I'm like, every jiu-jitsu guy I've ever met and gal are all really nice. And I haven't seen any of them like, <laughs> right. Overtly, like like most trained, well, I'm not gonna say most, but 99.9999 percent of yeah. all the martial artists that I have ever met that are training yeah. and are active martial artists yeah. are all, you know, um, not antagonistic not people. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not gonna. Hey, man, you're gonna mess up our uh, our rating. Oh, oh, our rating. Oh, okay. Uh, butthole. Uh, um, <laughs> buttholes. Uh, Chloe, Chloe, cause. Um, 
the uh, you know, but so I mean, I guess that, oh. that's my thing. It's like, is is yeah. dovetail with that? Is you know, is there this culture of people who are street fighters? You know, I don't know. So I, yeah, I think that. Um, so in my mind, what it what it used to be, at least back in the well, let's just call it the eighties. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what it used to be is essentially a quote unquote street fighter with someone with no, for, no formal training that had just a lot of experience doing it, just fighting. And generally they were, um, no formal training meant that they had no specific style to speak of. Um, they likely had a handful of techniques that they used. Uh, it was generally uh, a it's synonymous with dirty fighting, right? And again, dirty fighting, your definition of dirty is like, well, I mean, grabbing sand and throwing it in people's faces, biting ears, biting noses, um, throwing punches, you know, like, like essentially using anything you can to damage your opponent, because generally when you're talking about street fighting, you're, you're talking about um, one person is going to go home and the other person is not. Now, that that all being said, I think that definition has has worked greatly uh, over the years. You know, um, training has become more accessible. At home, the training has become more accessible. More people, like if today, if you're an untrained Street Fighter, you probably watch a lot of UFC, and you probably lot pick a lot of that stuff up, and maybe you even have a heavy belt, and you watch YouTube videos on boxing, and you kind of self-train. Now there could be that you know that big biker dude that is just a big biker dude, and he's a brawler, and that's what he does, um, but. I would say, you know, it, it really, in my mind, it puts a it puts a very fine point on the whole on the whole style versus style art. To me, is silly uh, because as oh, well, Dan overcomes his audio issue. My my mic keeps dropping. Um, so yeah, uh, and and really the the style has far less to do with it than the person. Uh, and yeah, uh, you know, like I knew a guy that trained in Wing Chun. Uh, he was probably our top student at at Chan, um, and he would uh, he would go to tournaments. He would fight. Uh, uh, what is it with Wai Zhao, which is the jet the Chinese wrestling. And Chai Chai, yeah. yeah, and and he would do um the their version of MMA. I can't remember the name of it. But essentially he would fight every chance he got. He would fight in tournaments, mm-hmm. he would fight in class, and he was incredibly fit. He'd run he ran like five, ten miles a day. And the the style that he was taught, at least my assumption is, or my guess would be, had a lot less to do with that than the person that he was. Um, and 
you know, now that being said, if he had access to a, a, a top tier world class MMA trainer, would he have turned out to be a better fighter? I don't know. Maybe. Um, I mean, our, I, I think it's like asking um, a, a lawyer that comes out of Western Michigan University, are they better or worse than a lawyer that comes out of Harvard? Right. Well, I mean, it depends on the lawyer, right? It depends on who you're talking about. So, I, I same with the what is a street fighter and things like that. It's really going to depend on the person. I mean, if if you take me with 20 years of martial arts experience and put me up against uh, a 400 pound biker, uh, leather from head to toe, and it has has fought every day of his life, I'm my ass handy. Um, and there's no five finger death touch that I can win <laughs> with where he's going to fall over. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, part of that, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of that is, is like, yeah, you know, like what's street fighter. I think part of that is mindset of, you know, I think maybe there's a, there's a semantic kind of thing going on mm-hmm. there. Like, mm-hmm. like people are going like street fighter is someone that you fight in the dojo outside the dojo you know like there's there's that first layer of like you're going to pick yeah. a street fighter it's someone who's right. going to fight with you in a area you know right. it's, it's not it's not a def- it's, i you bet know. you that area on the street yeah you know but yeah it, it's so i mean yeah, so again you know everyone who's listened to the show knows that they're like my motto you know does i mean that's where i live you know, I live. I live in the burbs. <laughs> you know, so right. uh, you know, I'm not going to run into a because because I got tired of hearing is that the street? That's not going to treat yada yada yada. Um, yeah. But you know, to me, and again, it's all the context, right? Looking at it as a martial artist, I go a street fighter is someone who uh, is focused to fight people in the real world. You right. know, and then like if you really want to unpack it, you know, like it's it's someone like let's take it outside. You know, so yeah, you're fighting in the street, right? And so, but so I mean, to your to your point, a lot of it is is like it's the mindset. It's like yeah, if I'm attacked by, and I've told my students this many times, like when we're like I used to have a guy, he was like six three, he weightlifted, I mean, incredibly strong. He had like a big bushy beard. He was a really nice guy, but like intimidating mm-hmm. looking. You know, mm-hmm. and very, very strong, and very, very, you know. And I was like, you know, I said, karate is not for you. You're, you're not <laughs> what karate was built for, you know. So, uh, and so I, you know, I spent a lot of time putting technique on him. I was like, because you know, you're super strong. You can just make anything work. It doesn't matter. Right. So, uh, anyway, but but going against, so you know, he he kind of said, you know, like we were talking about stuff about you know, tactics and whatnot, and I, and and he said, well, you know, would that work against someone like me? You know, when we were doing anything, and I was, I was like, some part of it would work at some sequence of someone like you. I said, but, you know, I'm not going to go toe-to-toe with you. And, right. and, and, and so, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do, you know, the art part. And so that's, you know, that's kind of how Practical Karate exploded and how Krav Maga kind of got pulled mm-hmm. out was, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's like, you know, if, if you look at traditional martial arts as a whole, Yeah. They're not going to work against a street fighter, you know, or so, are you, I, because, you know, we're all kind of based on rules and we're all kind of uh, kind of agreeing on how we're attacking one another and that sort of thing. 
Um, but you know, it's so so. But I'm going to take the components of things that I have studied and tighten them up to you know. Uh, okay, so this guy's 400. He's he's, he's a foot taller than me and 100 pounds more than me. <laughs> um, you know, I'm not going to be able. You know, I might I'll probably I might be able to throw him, but you know, if I bring into his sphere of of strength, I'm ho. You know, so it's like it's when you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna do yeah. something that. I'm going to punch him in the throat. I'm going to poke him in the eyes. I'm going to kick his leg. You know, it's it's that it's a it, the the scope of our of our art suddenly gets very you know, which is what we talk about all the time in the dojo is like a big circle that goes into a smaller circle. Yeah, is is you know the, the techniques that I'm going to use become very small. You know, and the yeah. tech the 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 uh, response that I want to get also becomes very small. And or it's it's I want this person not to hit me. <laughs> I want this person mm -hmm. not to touch me. You know, mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, the the concept of a street fighter uh, indicates that there are people that are uh, training at some level to, you know, destroy their opponent. Right. Uh, you know, but um, it's 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 so then as a as a martial artist, you go like, okay, well. Is someone really doing that? I mean, because that must be a really brutal, well, brutal class. And not only that, but I think to myself, uh, oh, my, my, first, my first thought about a street fighter is they're not training at all. That's not what they do. Right. They, they, their, their training is fighting. That's yeah. what. They, that's how they train. Is they just fight. And yeah. but are they I analyzing that, it? Are they you know practicing no, stuff? You know, it's no, no. I I, I mean, uh, and again, it depends on the definition. But I would I in my definition right. of street fighter, there it's just a person that 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 fights a lot. Uh, and I mean, I will say that I I think that one of the best ways to learn to fight is to fight. I think I've said it on this podcast many times. Um. The problem is, is that uh, that at some point will give you Dane branch, you know? Right. And what's a fight? Right. I mean, are, are, are you training to just stand there and punch at each other? Or are you training to, you know, when he goes in for a punch, you, you know, shift and like smash his knee. <laughs> and then when he's down, right. you kick him a whole bunch of times and you run off. You know right. that's that you know that that's not an altercation. It's not a duel. It's you know, it's you know, it's an assault, mm -hmm. I guess, essentially. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. That's right. And it's a consensual <laughs> assault, right? It's like we're both we're both agreeing yeah. that we're going to go do you know damage to one another, and yeah. you know, but 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 where is it at? It's like you know, well, that's dirty fighting. Like oh. Well, does a street fighter train for dirty fighting? You know, is it, you know, like when they hear that, like dirty boxing, you know, it's like, that's, I think that's a, a mindset more so than, a, than, yeah. than, than a system. I think most of this is that's a mindset. You know, as, yeah. as, as martial artists, we train with a certain mindset. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think they're within that umbrella. There are multiple mindsets. There's a defensive mindset. There's an artistic mindset. There's a, uh, you know, a, um, uh, I don't know. There's there's just different mindsets under, uh, well, uh, within I, there. And I, and I think one of the things that um, it, it brings to mind for me is, uh, you know, we've always talked about the the holistic view of 
martial arts and training and things like that. So um, if, if, if whatever picture you have in your mind that is a street fighter and whatever picture you have in your mind that is a, a highly trained martial artist, let's say from any style, I don't really care. And you think of those people in terms of personal success, emotional balance, um, dedication, commitment, uh, you know, the, the qualities we all want to be. Um, I, would, I would have a tendency to say that the trained martial artist is, is probably at a higher level than quote-unquote now that's making a lot of assumptions, and stuff, but I guess the idea behind it is that there is a lot more that is involved in martial arts training than you know uh, kicking and punching. And so the whole idea that hey, this this street fighter can kick my ass, well. Okay, how much does that matter? And yeah, that guy's been in a dozen fights last week. And he's got scars and a bunch and, and a lot of enemies, I would assume, right? <laughs> if you're doing it that much. And so, you, 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 again, you, you got to kind of step back and look at it from a holistic standpoint. And this goes, this goes for all those reality based self defense stuff. If you look at Krav Maga, if you look at, if you go into an MMA gym, I, I think an MMA gym is, is a great example. Um, if you're young and strong and in your mid 20s and you walk into an MMA gym, it could be a ton of fun. If you're in your mid 50s, it's, it's going to be a bit more of a challenge. You're going to have a lot more down days uh, and it's just going to be a lot harder. So, like, what do you want out of your training? Um, and if you want to be able to be any quote-unquote street fighter that comes along, guess what? You're going to be fighting all the time. Yeah, that, well, you know, and that's a that that's a very good point. You know, like MMA fighters, like pro MMA fighters, right? I mean, yeah. they don't fight every day. I mean, they may no. train most of the days, right? And they're right. training right. probably relative to the average martial artist is probably a little more uh, ramped up. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I know they still do a bunch of technical stuff and they do a lot of cardio. They do a lot of conditioning. They do a lot of that. Yeah. Like, and then they fight for 15, a, a 20 minutes, hour, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. And then they don't fight for a week or so. And then they get back right. to training, right? So it's, it's not like it's – that would be kind of interesting maybe to, to, to if they did that like an MMA – series of, well i mean you know kind of like ufc one right you know and and two were like right. you know like yeah. you're you're fighting four or five fights Surprise. And, you know yeah and like you've got you've got 15 minutes to recover and then you're gonna go fight another one and then you know but maybe you I write think... that out over a week right of like yeah. you're gonna fight every night one fight for a week you know well and i think k1 does that i i think uh i'm not sure i think it's k1 there might be another one where it's it's elimination rounds throughout throughout the day where essentially you could potentially have 
four or five fights in a single day. And if you knock people out quick and early, um, your next fight's going to be a hell of a lot easier. But I, I guess my thing is, is that uh, if, if you don't have a holistic approach, um, likely you're going to get hurt. And I don't know about you, uh, I've got I've got a job and I've got responsibilities, and I've got things that have to get done. And if I put myself into a position where I can't do those things, and you're right, just like those MMA fights, when they spar with their training partners before a fight, they don't go all out. They do not go all out. And the reason they don't go all out is because they don't want to get hurt. Because if they get hurt, they can't make the big fight the next day. Right. So, which is ironical. They, than, they, they, if they if they fight too hard, then they can't fight too hard. <laughs> yeah, right, right, and that's yeah. true of life. I've 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 often thought to myself, especially during my my more aggressive training years, uh, that I, I remember walking out of class at sometimes thinking to myself, boy, if if I could attack right now, I would be too exhausted to fight back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or the next day, my muscles would be too sore. Or yeah. you know, it, it's it's that kind of stuff where, uh, yeah, the the real world enters at some point. And right. These- well, there was a uh, a uh, a fellow podcaster, or used to be a fellow podcaster, who had a show, and one of the things that they he was in a group and they would do their, their Friday night fights. And they said, you know, no one left until somebody, you know, somebody bled and, you know, just uh, crap like that. Uh, and, you know, they, they, and I remember trading cards with them on, on the internet because that's what we do. And um, they did a, they did a thing about, uh, you know, I said like, well, he said, he said something like his, his knee got hurt or somebody's knee got hurt. And I'm like, well, you know, then, then yeah, the guy like when he's walking to the car that night gets jumped by somebody. Right. He can't defend himself because he right. was in there screwing around with you guys. Knees, knees you know? Out. Yeah. You know, and then he can't really train very well to maintain his. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's actually that brings up an important point I was going to bring up with you was uh, I said like you know this whole um, uh, you know sheltering in place thing you know has kind of made us all keyboard warriors, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, like, it's really like we're has. all on forums and now we're all online. Yeah. And and yeah. so, you know, you can kind of talk smack, but like, I'll see you in the Zoom room, man. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to schedule a meeting, bro. Right. You know? And then uh, like, you know, like, show me. You know, all right. Right on the well, keyboard, no, I, done I this. throw left punch. Right. Like, that'd never work in the internet. That'll never work in your, in your <laughs> living room. You know, it's, it's it's a whole new world of, of keyboard warriors that that we now live that's in. Right. See, cultural shift. You know, that's what we talk about. You know, we talk about many things on this podcast, and the culture of martial arts is one thing, and that's a cultural thing that is now a, a touchstone. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that the whole uh, getting back to the Street Fighter thing is I I think yeah. that the you know that I, I, again I, I think when you say Street Fighter to whomever it is you're talking to. I think a certain image pops into everybody's head, you know, like, and for me, yeah. I, sh- I think a street fighter is somebody who's fighting me in the street. 
but they don't look anything more than that. That like somebody, you know, has a road rate incident and like pushes up on you or somebody, you know, mm. gets liquored up in the bar and pushes up on you. They're not thinking about the training aspect of like, well, what does that mean? So when they say like, and and it's a, so when I take it to that level, I think that's a valid argument and is also the valid argument that brought up uh, MMA and practical karate and, you know, mm-hmm. system, mm-hmm. reality-based systems is, yep. I think some people are thinking a street fighter is anyone who is not someone trained in martial arts that you get an altercation with. And, and I think that is far, too far, too broad uh, okay. of a, um, uh, as, as a thing, but I mean, but it is a valid, like, yeah, if you walk out and you're, you know, mowing your grass and kick up some rocks on somebody who's walking down the street and they get all tweaked because they've had a bad day and they take a swing at you and you get knocked out, uh, because your training has not addressed someone just walking up and throwing a sucker punch or, you know, which you can never yeah. defend against or, you know, de-escalation, anything, anything involved in, involved in self-defense, it, it, you know, and you're just presuming that your, you know, one step sparring is going to, you know, make up for it, you know, right. or, or your awesome competition form is going to allow you to, you know, is like, to yeah, suddenly I think that's, blossom into yeah, an actual, ever. Yeah, you know, and you know, and and you've always trained on, you know, your bare feet on, you know, a wood floor, and now suddenly you're right. in your shoes and you're all sweaty and you're on, you know, the broken grass. Put, you, yeah, because you know, one of the things that I've always thought about, as far as like you mentioned shoes, for example, is um, uh, the roundhouse kick when you pivot your bottom foot. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't pivot so good uh, in sneakers. And ask yeah, uh, and you can you can pop a knee or an ankle real fast like that. So, yeah, well, once you get you know, well, actually, the first class that we had uh, in the Matrix uh, in here in the room, it's okay. I've got there's a carpet down, you know, and so mm-hmm. I was doing the Moshigari, the, the roundhouse kick, uh, and I yep. and in, and in an irony of ironies, I'm always telling my students, make sure you're on the ball of your foot, make sure you're shifting that foot, you know, da 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 da. Yep, yep. And I, you know, I was doing the thing and kind of. When we were on the break, I'm like, ow, my knee kind of hurts. I'm like, oh, because I really wasn't <laughs> I wasn't focusing on that because we don't train right. on carpet. We train on, on, on a wood floor. So, I mean, yeah, the, yeah, there's all those aspects. And this is probably a really good time for us as martial artists to look at that, you know, because you're in your house. Yeah. You're in your backyard. You're wherever well, you're training. And it's and it's what we talked about uh, last week. Was it last week or week before? I don't know. Uh, last Thursday. Time, we never know. Uh, was... Uh, this may actually give people, or it should give people an opportunity to explore different aspects. And whether that's doing the intellectual exercises of looking into the history of your art or something like that, or watching YouTube videos of uh, sister styles, if you want to call them. Um, or it's doing things like, what about the backyard? And what about in my shoes in the backyard? And not in my shoes in the backyard. and how many sticks am I going to step on? And mm-hmm. uh, what and about, how am I how am I going to respond when about, I when I step on the stick? Because that was one of the things right. when I've been training out of the, the campground and stuff, and like I'll step on a stone. I mean, I'll have my shoes on or whatever, but I'll right. step on a stone and my foot will shift. And like, do I just stop what I'm doing? You know, right? You go, like, oh, oh, oh wait, time out, time out. Let's, or do uh, I, you know, recover? Yeah, do I recover <laughs> and then you know finish my form or yeah. you know whatever's going on? Yeah. Is is 
beneficial. And you see, know, for it's funny because I I think I have a slightly different definition of, of or at least what I think of when when somebody says free target. Uh, and and I knew I knew guys when I was young that were that were untrained and um, they they never had a style or a system, they never had a teacher, and they were really good fighters. Uh, and it was just because they did it a lot. And so I think of a street fighter not as uh, a random angry Joe that that confronts you. I think of a street fighter as uh, generally a gang member, or something like that. That that is just well practiced at fighting, and uh, really they've they've learned through trial and error uh, what works and what doesn't. And, well, you know, we, we've seen many videos. I mean, and, and, and mm-hmm. the world has seen many videos on YouTube of of, of like street mm-hmm. fights, right? Of just like you know, yeah. and just in terms of like fists are flailing and right. people are slipping and falling right. down. The windmill and, technique is a very and they're just trying to grab each other and just punch it. And, and it's like, it's like, so is that a street fighter? You know, or is that yeah, uh, like, you know, some right. like random gang member who. <laughs> yeah, who was just used to fighting? You know, used to having yeah. a physical altercation. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're you know. Uh, technically a better fighter or they're just well they've right. just overcome that whole like well i'm used to being in fights and you know you're well, not and, like and they're and, willing know, to do if, what you're not you know kind of thing yeah if you've watched sons of anarchy i think that's a good example of you know these guys when they <laughs> the reason they wear all their rings all the time is so that they can punch people in the head that's that's a street fight right right is, is that is a person that uh, is is always on the edge, uh, and so that's what I think. Of. And 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 those people are 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 honestly pretty damn dangerous. Um, yeah, yeah. But 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 it's yeah. but it's we're not going to run into those guys. Uh, or or when we do, yeah. And, and when we yeah. do, we're we're far more likely to de-escalate or something like that. Yeah, and get the hell out you of there, you know. Yeah, I've had uh, many a discussion with various and sundry martial buddies when they talk about whatever, and and uh, you know they say like you know if if you've never been in a fight, how can you be a martial arts instructor? And da 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 da. And it's like, well, I've been in a couple of fights, but you know nothing like. But but I'm like, but if you're in a whole lot of fights, should you be teaching martial arts? You know, right? <laughs> or, or, you know, it's, it's like because yeah. you know the, the one of the things you know. Yeah, you know, so like from a, from a defensive standpoint, it's, it's like you know, should you be teaching? Is like you know, like you, yeah. like all the guys that you know, they're bar, they're they're bouncers, and they they do all these videos about you know mm-hmm. fighting people. It's like you're a freaking mm-hmm. bouncer, you know, like you're you're like you know, 103 percent more likely to get into an altercation every day, right? Than everyone well, else. So you're you're and, teaching all these and techniques I think too, for that that those people have some interesting. Um, I, I think those people should be listened to as far oh, as no, their feedback on stuff. Um, I, I absolutely do not think that it's a requirement. Now, that being said, I, I do think that, for example, if, um, if you had a training program for cops that was going, and you were not, you're not going to teach them traditional karate, you were advertising that you were teaching them how to defend themselves as police officers. If you have never been a police officer and never had a confrontation like that, you should probably not be doing that job. Right. 
if, yeah, because you, you have no context. You don't have any context. Now, if if you're going in and if you, for example, are going in there and saying, hey, I am going to teach you some traditional karate techniques, it's up to you to figure out what applies and what doesn't apply, what's valuable to you and what's not valuable to you. And because I don't live in that world and I can't tell you what, what is or isn't valuable. But, you know, one of my friends up in um, uh, Minnesota, he's got uh, he, he fantastic martial artist, fantastic uh, mixed uh, traditional martial artist. Um, but he kind of stopped teaching karate as as we teach it, like as in the federation and stuff. Uh, but he still trains his guys, and he trains with a lot of cops, and he's you know, and and people that are doing security work and stuff like that. And and he's his sort of standing thing is come in and give us a scenario and let's work through it. So like his, his students will come in and go like, okay, you know, I pulled a guy over the other day. He did a thing. He pulled a knife on me. I was this far away, you know, whatever happened, you know, and then clearly they, you know, survived the altercation because they're there in class. But he said like, you know, what, what can we do to, you know, pick, be better at that? And so then yeah. he'll take his students and go like, okay, well, this is some stuff we learned from Tootie. This is some stuff I got from Kabuto. This is stuff I got right. from Karate. And they work within that context of like, okay, you know, let's, you know, there's no gi, there's no whatever. Yeah. And, you know, and they, they just go, and he says, that's what my class is normally is like, someone will come in and we'll just drill a scenario, you know, from, from their, you know, everyday life, you know, yeah. of, uh, of stuff. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. He yeah. goes, yeah, and he, says, and he says, you know, and there'll be a couple of weeks where we just kind of do our, we do whatever. We just kind of do drills. Right. And he says, then we'll do a week of, hey, some guy jumped me, uh, you know, when I was on my route and, you know, whatever. And, and so, yeah, so so that is like, he's not a law enforcement guy. So it speaks to your point. He's not a law enforcement guy, but they're, you know, they, they see the value of, of his being able to deconstruct. That's right. The concepts and yeah. stuff in karate. So I mean, and that's the yeah. whole thrust of practical karate and all the stuff like that is, right. you know, the science and, of it. Yeah, and, and people like thinking that everything is locked together, and it's mm-hmm. not. It's not locked together mm-hmm. at all. You know, the, the the and 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 then applying that in the context. So like, you know, if someone goes to me like, well, how would you fight the four hundred pound biker? And I was like, well, I would run away. And you know, then like, right. well, you know, it, well, if you can't, then what would you do? You know, like I'd find a freaking stick or something to hit him with. And then like, well, then well, you yeah. can't. Then what do you do? Like, I'm gonna try and freaking kick him in the knee. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm gonna try and do uh, something. Right. You're gonna find. You know, it, well, and and I'm and, not going to fight know, the person. That, yeah, and well, and that speaks to the to the science of it, right? Is where if uh, let's say that that is the scenario, um, and there's you've exhausted all your options and you have to fight. The the first thing that my training would tell me to do is is, is try and find the weakest point. Um, and yeah. if essentially just, just thinking to yourself, well, how the hell do I chop this tree down? Uh, and exactly. you don't go into panic mode. Uh, you don't go, uh, I'm, I'm going to die. You don't try punching him square in the stomach because that's going to do nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> you on know? Right. right in front of him. You, you, yeah. Uh, you don't try to judo with him. Uh, you just, you, you look. For weak points, you pick away, and then you try to to get into a position where you can take advantage of, of other things. So, yeah. I, I think that well, and, and it's funny because it kind of comes a lot back to I think that what we were talking about 
earlier is that if if, if say I was um, if I were going to take a job as a bouncer and there were two people in my town, one who was teaching uh, being a bouncer 101 and the other one that was teaching Wing Chun Kung Fu, I would probably head towards the, the guy that taught bouncing 101. Um, that's not to say that I couldn't be wrong. He could be, he could be the best bouncer in the world and the worst teacher. And yeah. the other guy could have incredible practical techniques, and I could walk into the Wing Chun place and he goes, oh, yeah, I've worked with like two dozen bouncers. I've never been a bouncer myself, but I've worked with a lot of them. I've got feedback from, you know, very specific techniques that work well and those that don't, and I can teach you that stuff. So, mm-hmm. again, it goes back to it's a very individual thing, and it's, you know, Hang on, Dan's coming back. All right, I see your light flashing. So, I... live internet, folks. It's flashing. It's flashing. It's not flashing now. It's starting to flash. And nope. Is your blue screen connecting? Oh, wait. Right now. There you are. Oh. oh, there you I are. Can't hear you. <laughs> Seriously? Oh. oh my gosh. Well, hey, I think that's probably a good place to uh, to uh, go ahead and stop this episode. Uh, you know, we've unpacked a lot on this episode. Uh, we talked about more about training in the time of Corona. We have talked more about. Um, we talked a little bit about the the, the main topic, which is. What the f is a street fighter? And then, uh, then we went off on our tangent: keyboard warriors and crazy culture. Um, what well, we had one. That. There he is. Can you hear me? Yeah, a lot of background noise though. No, I. I hear you. Okay. Good? I hear you actually better, almost better than you've been all all episode. Um, really? But, this is yeah. my laptop mic, so. That well, I think we've we've all learned something today, haven't we? Um, Anyway, well, hey, Dan, it was a good talk to you as always. Good talking to you, uh, We, you know, we might do this live thing again. You know, clearly no one logged on, but I'll tell everybody on Facebook, nay, nay, nay boo boo, and we'll see uh, what people uh, want to do. I kind of like this, but, you know, only if we're getting you, the, the, the listener, to, uh, to comment in. Um, anyway, so this will be up, I guess, probably on Monday. Uh, for the rest of the world, for anyone who hasn't listened or hasn't gone to talk to you to uh, listen to the the recording. But either way, uh, Dan, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, Paul. And we will talk to you all again uh, very soon. <laughs>
Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe. 